Welcome to the Urology Coding and Reimbursement Podcast, where we help urologists and staff achieve peak economic and practice efficiency so there is time and energy to focus on patient care and a happy life. I'm your host, Scott Painter, with my co-hosts, Mark Painter and Dr. Ray Painter. Welcome to episode 87 of the Urology Coding and Reimbursement Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Painter, with my co-host, Mark Painter and Dr. Ray Painter. And today we're going to discuss uh, the technical component and the 26, the professional component. And we're going to discuss this because it came up in a question uh, from Tracy, and we thank you for the question, Tracy. But I'm going to read the question, and then that's going to lead to a little more uh, extensive discussion on kind of why this is set up the way it is. So, um, and, and Mark will go through it, and then Ray and I probably have some clarification questions afterwards. But uh, Tracy had a question on neurodynamic split billing. Um, and she said, can we bill a TC and 26 modifiers on same day for the 51728, 51741, 51784, and the 51797? And those are the Eurodynamics codes. Um, TC under direct supervision provider and 26 for interpretation from ordering provider on the same day. That's the question. And my understanding is if we split out, split it out, we bill the TC the day of the procedure and the 26 the day it was interpreted. Otherwise, we would bill the whole global under the interpreting provider. So. Mark, do you want to break this down and kind of take us through why it's set up the way it is and what they did? Yeah. So, first of all, it's always good to have Tracy asking a question because she doesn't stop at the first layer. She always digs down through it <laughs> and, uh, and always tries to get to the right answer. So, thanks, Tracy, with, with all of your questions. So, um, uh, you know, there's there's been a couple of changes over the years as we've dealt with Eurodynamics, and um, probably to go through all of them would add layers of confusion. And and so I'm going to skip to the end or skip to the answers and why we are where we are today. Um, so um, basically, um, based on a couple of different changes throughout the year, first starting with the way they address pathology. Um, and now in the interpretation that they go with uh, for radiologic services, Eurodynamics fall under um, a class of service that does have split services. So you've got the technical component and you have a professional component, the TCPC, just like uh, Tracy um, said. So um, when you look at all this, you also would 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 will see that they're slowly but surely making supervision requirement changes from ones to nines on some of these codes. Uh, so um, basically the short answer is that it's, if you're it doing, providing the entire service, the global within your practice, you've got a t the technical and the professional are being provided. Both of them fit the, the incident two rules, so there's a physician in the office um, for both services, the technical and the professional. Um, it is appropriate to build a global, 
um, from the practice instead of split billing it, even if they are done on different dates of service. Um, or even and if even if they're done on the same date of service by technically different providers. So maybe you're interpreting physician wasn't in the office in the morning when the Eurodynamics test was done, but your interpreting physician comes in in the afternoon and reads it. So you've essentially got two different physicians that are doing the different parts of the work. Um, based on the rules as they apply today, um, I would still recommend, and according to the rules, you're okay to do this, that you bill it out as a global. And I typically, um, as I see practice to practice, would see the date of service be the date the, interp the interpretation is done and the billing provider is the physician who did that interpretation. And the reason that that is allowed under the, the, the there's a little bit of flexibility and you can look at this under the MLN guidelines. Um, and there was a, an article published in the MLNs um, that talks about the, the fact that if you're doing the global, to make it easier on Medicare and to make it easier for the patient to understand, you can report the global on either the date of the technical or the date of the read. There's a couple of different um, options that are there. But the patient, of course, when you look at all of this, um, isn't always, I mean, it typically is focused on or knowing that when I, a day I had an appointment, why am I getting this bill when I wasn't even in the physician office? So Medicare made the decision with the professional component and the technical component on radiologic services that it would be appropriate to report the global on either the date of the read or the date of the technical component. And most physician groups that I know of in the tracking side of this have taken advantage of this rule and will typically bill it uh, Eurodynamics as a global on the date the interpretation was done. So then it falls under the work RVUs, which are, there's no work RVUs in the technical component, So, but the work RVUs are then uh, assigned to or credited to the physician who actually did the ordering and the interpretation in that encounter. So um, the physician that is billing it does need to do at least that one component or be there for that one component, the interpretation. Um, but you can bill it on the, the as a global on the date the interpretation was done and their reference to the provider as a whole, um, you, you can go back to looking at the definition of what a global is and how they look at a physician group and a physician um, for that global concept. So as long as the, the coverage overall is, uh, is uh, appropriate as far as physicians in the office when the services are done, um, it is um, a, a, a better way to go and typical to see that build on the date the interpretation was done under the physician who interpreted it. So hopefully that makes a little sense. So uh, 
I got a question for you. Okay, so so obviously the you're still saying that that uh, you know it it is incident too. I mean, you still have to have the physician in the office. So if you're a solo practitioner, you can't be out of the office while the UDS is going on in the morning and then come back in the afternoon and and read it, right? You got to have some practitioner in the office, yes. Um, although. You know, there's been some arguments as to what general supervision means now that the, the global is under a, an 09. Um, but yes, um, I would recommend that you uh, that you do have a physician or an NPI that is employed by your practice in the facility when your technical components are done. Um, that is just a good policy across the board. In that interpretation. So always have somebody in the office when the urodynamics are being performed that is employed by your practice and an NPI that's assigned to your group. Um, and then um, as you look at the interpretation side of it, it can be reported on the date of the interpretation as a global with under the NPI of the interpreting physician. Well, Mark, I think you're making some really important points that uh, I think probably m many people have missed in the changes because, you know, with technical and with uh, the 26, why it's uh, been taught in the past, and we've taught it in the past, that the technical should be uh, billed by the provider that provides it and the professional by the one that reads it on the date they occurred. But the point that the global is considered a practice global and that even if one physician it was supervision on the uh, technical when it was performed uh, on Tuesday and the, and the professional that ordered it and read it, read it on Wednesday, it's still considered global. And the big point you made is that since there's no work RVUs, there is no uh, RVU reason, even if physicians are being paid by RVUs in either a bonus or part of their pay. There's no reason to really credit them with the technical component. Is that right? Yeah, I I agree, um, and I and I would also add on all this stuff, you know the this this was a decision that um, did, was made in the past few years, um, you know as I mentioned, you know to give you a little bit of a history, this really started out focusing on uh, uh, pathology services because pathology services are. You know, not always com there. Well, not always, but we'll say, yeah, not always, but rarely completed on the same day. You know, you may collect a specimen, you may go somewhere, then it comes back. Um, and it was confusing the, as to when things should be billed. So Medicare's first move in into where they are right now was to say the date the specimen is collected is the date the pathology service is billed. That made it clear um, as to when it should be reported um, and helped uh, not only from a processing standpoint, but helped the patient understand, you know, hey, yep, I saw a doc. I was there that day. That makes sense. I had a service that day. Um, then over time, they've expanded it out to address uh, 
the radiology services and the technical component and the professional component so that, so that it is easier for the uh, processing of those claims under Medicare instead of dealing with potential modifier errors and dupe billing um, and uh, all that comes with that reprocessing uh, and you know making it so that it's easy to report it's easy for the patient to understand you know and, and it represents one of those rare cases that logic actually uh, won um, <laughs> so within the Medicare rules so um, Medicare ends up paying the same either way if you split it out or put it in the global. So they made the decision to make it easier on the physicians and easier on the processing team um, from Medicare and easier on the patient to understand. All right. Well, I think you explained that really well. And so so the final recommendation that you – I mean the final – the summary of the recommendation that you made is you recommended that – yeah, you as a practice or as that provider entity bill it on the day it was interpreted. Is that seem to be the best, the best uh, practice, I guess, if you will, when you're talking about Eurodynamics billing or or other services provided with the TC26? Is that the easiest way, or just the way to make sure you capture all of that, or just dealer's choice? So I mean, according to the regs, it is dealer's choice. You can you can bill the global on either the date it is the technical component is performed, or the date the professional component is performed. My recommendation on billing it on the date the professional component is performed is based on two things. One, uh, tracking purposes. Typically, a practice will credit the interpretation or the work RVUs to the physician doing the work of the interpretation. So that's one piece. The second piece is you're actually billing now for a completed service, um, right? So now you've done everything and billing for it instead of potentially billing ahead of what the service has done if the, or if the interpretation results were lost or anything like that. Um, then you would end up billing the technical component separately if you never provided the professional component. So, you know, from a from a completion standpoint, it's better to have it all done. And since you have the opportunity or the option to bill on the date of the interpretation, that to me makes the most sense for those two reasons. You know, when the interpretation is done um, is a better date. And, you know, typically that's a date that the patient actually comes in to get the results um, and and have that interaction with the physician um, as to what needs to go on with next steps. So it makes sense from the patient. It's just it, the 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 entire connection there is why I recommend billing it on the interpretation date. Yeah, it makes sense. All right. Well, I think we covered that. So Ray, any final thoughts on uh, on the subject? No, I think it's uh, pretty clear. You build global. Yeah. <laughs> so I, the one thing I will add is this is a perfect example of the fact that, you know what, the rules change. And, you know, if you're going back and you're, you know, searching for an article on PCTC billing by Mark Painter and Ray Painter, <laughs> 
you will find that in the past we recommended you split bill. Um, there was the the rules were different, the processing was different, you know, everything was different, and you know, and there uh, was the time the pay was different. Correct, and um, it was, you know, and and life changes, and you got to stay up to date and keep running. Keep keep running and keep looking at the way things are processed. Um, so, uh, yep, we did in the past recommend that you split it, and even on the same date, there's that that happened. So, so if you want to say, wait, you told me this. Yep, I did, but the <laughs> rules were different. And Ray, yep, he did. <laughs> um, but yeah. now we're telling you different. And that that reminds me, it it actually happened back years ago when the rules were first beginning to change and we were giving a lot of free seminars with pharmaceutical uh, support all around the country. There was a doc came in one time and asked me, he said, how can you keep going around the country and talking about the same thing year after year? I told him it was easy. I didn't even have to change the questions because they kept changing the answers. Mm-hmm. So yep. true. It is. Absolutely. All right. Well, there's a good uh, good wind up on this one. And I will remind you that uh, we, if you go to the episode page, PRS Network forward, uh, prsnetwork.com forward slash 087, there are links to join our urology coding and reimbursement group where this question was asked. And, uh, also, some links for AUA Coding Today if you want to get a free trial. So I encourage you to check that out and go check out the discussion. You can see all the other questions, and please ask some questions. We're happy to cover topics like this on our podcast. Hey, Scott, are you also going to add the MLN link? Oh, I will add that MLN, MLN link. Good good point. We'll add that to that uh, that episode page as well. And and you made a good point earlier, Mark, when we were discussing this, that even though that is specific for radiology, the concept applies across the board. Correct. Yep. We, I mean, neurodynamics, as we've discussed in Euroflow, those are radiologic services in the, in the middle of the, the <laughs> in the middle of the surgery section with globals, but those concepts still apply. All right. We'll wrap it up here. Take us out, Ray. Happy coding. Thank you for listening to the Urology Coding and Reimbursement Podcast, where we help urologists and their staff maximize income and efficiencies so there's time and energy for patient care and a happy life. Special thanks to Carl Painter for the music today. You can find his music on Spotify under his record label, the juicery.